Shabbos Tafayin Ches was starting eight lines to the bottom of Ayin Zayin and Beis Shem and Kdei Losuch Eve Katan. The Mishnah said that in order to be Eva on Haitzah on Shabbos for taking out oil is the share of the amount of oil needed to smear and anoint a small limb. So Amri Dvei Rabbanai Rabbanai explained the Mishnah as follows: Shem and Kdei Losuch Eve Katan Shel Katan Ben Yaimai. It's the small limb, the small joint of an Eva Katan of the small finger. Of a child that's one day old, so it's a newborn infant. Mesvidig Marias Shailo on Rabbianai from a Brisa. Shemen Kre Losach Eva Cotton, Vikotten Benyama. It doesn't say shell cotton benyama. It says Vikotten Benyama. Mashman is two things. My love, it must be saying either Eva Cotton Gadol, either referring to a small limb of a grown adult, or the Eva Gadol shall cotton benyama, or it's talking about a large Eva of a young child that's only one day old. Some say that that's referring to the thumb of the child and that would be the same amount of oil that it takes because an Ava cut the godly explain is something that since it's an older person that their skin is therefore much thicker and you need a lot more oil to rub into that skin until it gets into its skin however cotton you put a little bit of oil on that thigh, the, the large aver, it would actually absorb into the body much easier, and therefore that's exactly the same share. But in any case, the point is that the Bryce's mashma, that the lotion of the Mishnah of aver cotton is not referring to an aver cotton shell cotton ben yaymai, but there's two different meanings. Either it's an aver cotton gadol, or it's an aver gadol shell cotton ben yaymai. He explains the following. How he come Hashem and kei lasuch aver cotton shell cotton ben that the Bryce actually means that. It means it's the amount to take to, to anoint the Ava cotton, the small Ava of what type of person? Shell cotton ben of a child that's defining the cotton that's a cotton ben I found it interesting the Lashon of Rashi, three lines from the bottom in Rashi Deva Maskal, the Gadol, Shell Adam Gadol of an adult. The high cotton, the word cotton, is going on the Chefza of the Ava. Inami, Ava Gadol Shell Cotton is going on the large Ava of a cotton, the high cotton, a gavrakai, it's going on the gavra, so this typical concept of gavra and chafza we find in this Gemara as well. The Gemara says, let's say this idea of Rabbi Yanai is actually a machlekes tanayim shemen, Kedei Losuch Eva Katan Vikatan Ben Yaim Edivir Rab Shimon Ben Lazo Rab Nassim and Rab Nassim says Kedei Losuch Eva Katan and the Gemara explains My lab Hakanufli Let's say this is Machlekes Rab Shimon Ben Lazo Rab Shimon Ben Lazo holds like the Yeshiva Rabbanai that Eva Katan Shal Katan is referring to a small Eva of an infant Rab Nassim Sava Eva Katan the Gadol Oy Eva Gadol the Katan that he says the Lashon Kedei Losuch Eva Katan Rashi points out Chad Katan Aminan it's going on one Katan Oy Eva Oh yeah, goof. I will trade cotton loy. So I have nothing pointing out. I'm only going that there's one cotton you, you could use. Either an Ava cotton of a gadol, or Ava gadol of a cotton. I will Ava cotton shell cotton and yamiloy. But the case of Rabbianai, where it's a small Ava of an infant, that would not be enough of a shear. It's too small and not the shear for Haitzah. The Gemara says loy. That's not the way to learn the Brisa. The Kuliyama, we're going to say, everyone's going to agree that we're chaylik on Rabbianai, both Rab Shimon and Rab Nassim, because Ava cotton the cotton and yamiloy. A small Ava of an infant would not be enough to be the shear of Haitzah. Saw, and therefore that would be actually against Rabbiane. This price would be completely against Rabbiane. Vilas Rabbiane, Ayachesim and Aleph, Bahakabakim, Hufli, and Machlaikis is as follows. Rabbi Shimon Allah saw the Ava cut in the Gadol, but Ava cut in the Gadol, and Yomai Kiyadadi, you know, that he actually says that he equates a small Ava of an adult or a large Ava of a 
infant is exactly the same shear, like we explained before, even though the thigh of a child might be larger, however, the amount of oil that you need to put on both is the same shear, and that's the shear for Yitzhak. However, Rav Nassim Sava, Ava cut the Nagadal in, that the only shear that we use for Yitzhak is only the small Ava of an adult, however, an Ava Gadal cut even a large Ava of an infant, Ben Yaimai, that's a one-day-old infant, Loi, that would not be enough for Yitzhak, it's too small of a shear. Now, the Achrein who grappled with this, that comes out it's a machlekes b'metzias according to this pshat between Rav Shimon Melazar and Rav Nassim. If it's the same shear, the Eva cut the gadol, the Eva gadol the kana ben yaimai. Others explain how we explained before as far as how much you have to smear on these things. Rav Nassim agrees it's exactly the same shear if that's the case. The question is, do you have to put on so much oil onto a gadol in order to actually get it to absorb into its skin? In any case, my havilah the Gemara comes out and says, "Lemaisa, what's going on? Is Rabbiana against this price, or could the price go like Rabbiana?" Tashma would bring another eye. The Tanya, we have a price that says Mefurish, the Rabshim Malaza Ima, Shemen, the amount of oil for Itzah, Kede Losach Eve Katan, Shell Katan Ben Yemi. He says exactly like Rabbianai. And therefore, the Machlaik between Rabshim Malaza and Rabnasan is exactly how we said before, when we said Lehman Katanai. Rabshim Malaza and Rabbianai are the same Shita, that it's Shemen, Kede Losach Eve Katan, Shell Katan Ben Yemi. And Rabnasan argues and says that. Ava cut the gadol, either the small Ava of an adult or the large Ava of a cotton, but not an Ava cotton shall cut a because he argues on Rabbianai. The Mishnah continued, the share of water is the amount that's needed to mix into an eye bomb. There was a medicine that you used to put on the eye, which was basically water that was put into some sort of a paste, and the end result was they made some sort of an eye ointment. So that's the shear that you need for Hitzah of Mayim. So Abaya, Abaya says, Mechbe, let's see. We have a klal. that anything where you have an item that is a shiach way to use it, and it's a way that's not shiach to use that thing. So therefore, even though Hitzah is deraisa, Rabbanan still said, what the shear for Hitzah, we go based on the thing that's shiach, even if it's lakula, which means that it's a larger amount. You have to carry a larger amount, which makes it more kal. You're not going to be chayv on Hitzah until you get the larger amount. Let's say you have two different uses of the item, but they're both shchiach ways to use the item. Then they go basa the one that shchiach and which is more chamer, which is the smaller shear that makes it more of a chamer. So now, wine, the normal way to use wine is to drink it. Why? Because even though wine is also one ingredient that you can use for a kilo for an eye ointment, however, since water and other materials are cheaper, or even milk of a woman is cheaper to use for that eye ointment to mix into this um, paste, then it would still be more shriach for those things to be used and not to use wine. Therefore, and therefore we go which is a revius. So it's a lot more than the amount of wine that would be put into a bomb, but we still go bust it out with lakula. The milk of a woman, the drinking of the milk, or using it to consume, is shriach. to use it again, because even though, again, it's used, but still water is much cheaper, and therefore most people would probably use water. It wasn't generally used for that. And therefore, it makes sense that Abadam went with the shear of Achila, which, like we said in the Mishnah, is the amount of a person would swallow at one time, and that's a bigger kula. Achilas 
it's to eat vash, like we know people eat honey. Rufuasa but Rufu is also shriach, because we said before it's used for a katas, which was used for some sort of a healing power for some sort of a wound on an animal, or like we said before, on a person, and that's less than a revias. And we go, since both the achila and Rufua is shriach, Therefore, they go basal rufuas lechumra. Even though it's small shein and revius, we still say you're going to be chayiv but our case of water, mechli. Let's see. Shtiyas is shchicha. Of course, mayim is definitely shchicha to drink. As Rashi says, shreiv shtiyas mayim heim. She ain't ad mishoisi yain lechol tzamim. People don't drink wine for all of their thirst. Ki imusudase except for a suda. Rufuase, however, is loy shchicha. The rufuah of water is not shchicha because you could use wine or chalav. For this bomb, and it's not only used as water, so therefore, my time Why do we go bust the refua, the healing power, which is not as shriach as drinking? And since drinking is the most shriach way of using water, we should go bust the water and say it's based on a revius and not based on this small amount that's put into this eye bomb. Our Mishnah was learned in the Galil. And in the Galil, they were very poor, Rashi says. And therefore, they wouldn't waste any money. They only used water. And therefore, Rashi says, And therefore, both refuah and drinking is shriach. And when you have two things that are shriach, we go bust to the one that's more chomer, like our Mishnah says, now, if it wouldn't be in Galil, so if you'd be out of the Galil, then you would actually only be Chayv and Hitzah if you would have a Revias. Rabbeinu Hananel has an interesting guess over here. He doesn't say Bigli Lashanu, but Dibigli Lashanu. We're talking about water that comes from the Gli That water had some sort of healing power, and that's why it was used for Rafua. Other waters that were other places in the world, that is not as potent for Rafua, and that would not be the same Allah and would be based on a Revias. The Gemara continues, Rav Rav says different by a field him it could be going by other places. Either like Rashi says in other places where you live and they weren't as poor or the water of other places are beta khanal and kidishmul, damashmul, kalshikainu masu metalu, all types of liquids they have healing power, but they cover up the eye and therefore they weaken the power of the eye, either that they can't see because it's covered, or maybe it actually you lose your eyesight because it's covered by these types of ointments. It actually ruins your eyesight. Or the Babi Maya, except for water, the masculine metallic, it actually has healing power, but it doesn't weaken your eye because it's, it's softer and it's actually a thinner material. Therefore, Rashi says that the masculine metallic shouldn't have blown me out because they get absorbed right away, or they dry up right away. And therefore, they don't create a cover onto the eye, and therefore, it's not as potent. So that's why people used it much more often, and that's why it is considered shriach. And that is the shear that we use for haitzah. The Mishnah said, other types of liquids would be revised. Anything that wasn't mentioned in the Mishnah. So we learned not only other mashkin, but also blood is revius, like we said in Mishra. Hashem was dam is not revius, but could they lick enough that you could put it into one of the eyes, because they used to put this dam into a person's eye in order to heal it from some sort of pimple that grew out of the eye. What type of blood was it? The blood of a wild hen. You need enough blood to take out for its that to put onto one eye, she can clearly are because when you have a cataract, you put this type of blood on you. My new, what type of blood do you use for this procedure? The blood of a mole. And what's the way to remember which blood goes for which ailment? 
Gavo le gavo, the inside one goes to the inside. Uh, a mole is generally found inside a house, and therefore it goes on the eye for a category which is inside the eye. And bar le bar, the wild hen, which is outside of the house, goes for something which is the pimple that's popping out of the eye. When do we say these things that we said in Mishnah B'maitzi, when someone takes out something on Shabbos, al matziah, but if you store something away, then kol shukhaib, even if you put away a drop, then you can be chayib. Rabbi Shimon says, when do we say these things that there's minimums when you store something away? But when you are taking it out, then you only when someone takes out bad water, wastewater into the Rishus Ram, that that share would be a Revius. Now, the Gemara will explain exactly what that meant because it was a lot of different words that seemed to not make any sense. Now let's just remember that we used the word Maitzi before and Matzniah. Hamaitzi was someone that taking something out from a Yachid to Ram, and Matzniah is someone that does store something away. But the words, the way it was used in our Braisa seems a little bit interesting. Like the Gemara starts and says, We just said, when do we say these minimum shurim is b'maitzi when you take something out into Shusur Rabbim. But when you store something away, it's going to be chai with a kol shu. If someone's putting something away, and if he doesn't take it out, of course, and he doesn't actually move it from his house and move it from Shusur Rabbim or Shusur Yachid into Shusur Rabbim or vice versa from Shusur Rabbim into Shusur Yachid, of course it can be chai. It has to be the only way you chayiv is only a mighty. So what is the Bryce referring to? Abaya, Abaya responds. The Bryce is referring to a Betalmach Amal Rabbi that he had an apprentice that the master told him, Go and clear out this spot for me so I can have my Suda. And the Talmud, this apprentice, went and cleared out the space for him and moved the things into a Rishus Rabbim. Then, if it's something that is a significant item, it has Hashivas for all, every person, then the Talmud is for sure going to be Chayiv in it. He did Hitzah. However, it's something that's not generally a Chashiva thing, and therefore, generally, you wouldn't be Chayiv in it. He asked the Rabbi, then it's based on if the master was someone that would store this way, then if it's something that this master, this rabbi, did not store away generally as his item, then then the town would not be chayv. And this is actually like Rav Shimon Malaza. We said that our Mishnah before is the like Rav Shimon Malaza. This price is like Rav Shimon Malaza. And it says, once Ruvain says that this thing is chashvavami, and he puts it away, and it's something he will store away, then someone else, for example, Shimon, that takes that item and takes it outside, even though for Shimon maybe, it's not something to Chashim, but since Ruvain was machshed beside him, then it's already chayv and it's all, even for Shimon if he takes it down, therefore the Talmud would be chayv in such a scenario. If someone takes out waste water, the shear is a revius. Why should be chayv at all? This water is not considered anything. It's not chashv at all. It's something that a person could throw out, and therefore how can you be chayv and says You actually use this type of water to knead clay with, even though dirty water, but you can still knead clay with it, and therefore has chashivus as long as it is a revius. The Gemara asks, how can you say that the only way that waste wood has a chashivas if you have a vias which you could be megabal tit? By the time we learn to the Brisa that the chashivas of tit is kadeh last ben pikor. In order to be chayv for itzah is if you have enough of tit that you could put around a kiln or oven which was a very small amount and therefore if a small amount of clay is enough to be chashiv so only a drop of water is what makes that clay that should be also enough to make this amount of 
water to be chashav, and why do you need a revius? Of course, clay itself is already useful, and it's therefore chashav even with a small amount, because already it was kneaded together. But prior to being kneaded together, a person is not going to go take a little bit of water and a little bit of dirt in order to make clay where it wasn't made already, of course, a person not going to go and be matriach himself to go take a little bit of water, and therefore that's not chashm enough, and therefore the only way you consider it, then a person makes or revius with the amount of mud in order to make clay, then of course that would be a chashm share, and that's why you're required to have a revius of water to be considered chashm, although the tin itself is enough, the small amount that is already needed that could cover the pea. Court. The mission continues with the shiurim for itzah. Hamaytzi chevel. The amount of rope you need to take out is kdei lastes oizel kupa in order to make a handle for a basket. Gemei, if you want to know how much you have to take out of reeds, kdei lastes tloy lenapol kvara to make loops or, ho- or hooks to hang a sieve on it. Rabbi Yudai, Rabbi Yudai says the shear for gemei for this reed is kdei lito amenamidus minalakatan to take the measurement of a child's foot to go and make a shoe for him. So you'll take it to the shoemaker and you'll show him the size of this reed. That's the size he has to make it. Niyar, the amount of shear for the, a paper, to take out a paper, and to be high for itself, because it looks like Kashemuksen, in order to write in it the two letters that a tax collector wrote in it for a receipt. And the bottom Rashi says, this was like a toll booth. That you showed a tax collector or the toll collector that the, the, the mechus was already paid or was machal. But and the dark was that had two ices, and it was larger than our two ices that we write in standard script. In addition, if you take out the tax receipt on Shabbos, you'd also be high for that. Tysis on Ayin Chesed and Beis, which we're going to turn to right now in the third Tysis, ask the question, of course you're chayiv, because we just said that that's the share of such a paper. But it's the chashmin, the chilishis, I feel the cuts of our cloth, even if you write the tax receipt on a cloth, even though Avagam the Ketanim is the share cloth, because it looks a little past the Ketanim Shabbatulim, that the share cloth, in order to be chayiv on Shabbos, on a blind piece of cloth, is a larger piece of cloth that you could write the past the Ketanim Shabbatulim of Shema. However, if it already had the tax collector we see that even though it only had two letters, you would still be chayiv on it because that is already a chash of a thing. to share for a paper that was already raised, that to wrap it around the, a small jug that held the balsam oil, which was used for spices and for a good smell. Or, leather, the amount that you need to write a kameo. Klaf, to share for klaf, like we just said in Tesis, the share for cloth of parchment is enough to write in it the full pasha of Shema. Rashi points out that the idea, the dharma of the current, since it's expensive, it wasn't used as a receipt, and therefore you're not with a small piece of paper, you need a larger piece of parchment. Ink, you need enough to write two letters. Kechoyal, which is some eye makeup, enough to just do uh, makeup on one eye. Devek, the ship for glue, to place on the head of a board. The Gemara will explain what that means. Zephyrus Vigafris is to, for pitch or sulfur. Kedelas's neck of cotton. Rashi says that there was some sort of a kli that they used to put some mercury in and then they used to cover it with a pitch of sulfur. They made a small hole in order to take out the mercury and once they wanted to cover it up again, they resealed it with a small amount of pitch of sulfur and that's what we're referring to in this Gemara. 
Shive of a pitch could lead to a pinak of cotton enough to place on opening of small hole to cover it up. Chasis, if you have crushed brick, could it last as pi kush of enough to make the opening of this kiln that they use for people that use to refine gold. Rabbi Huda says, could it last as pit but enough to make a tripod which was used in order to hold up this type of an oven. Subin, which we had before, a brand, which was a piece of the wheat kernel. Could it lead in our peak surface of enough again to place on the opening of this oven. Sid, the share of lime, is enough to smear on a young girl in order to remove hair from her body. Buddha says that the share of Sid is enough to make the hair of a young girl's temples lie flat. That it was enough to smear on her forehead. The Gemara is chevel by rope. Why are you chayiv only when you have enough to make a handle for a basket? Even a smaller amount, which is to make a loop for a sieve, should be enough to be mechayiv for Shabbos. Since a rope is coarse, therefore, one of the injury, people won't make it for a kli because it would damage that kli. They only used it for a basket. Hutsin on palm branches could last as oizel and lasal, enough to make a handle for a basket made of palm bark. Siv, what is, what is the shear for palm best, which is growing around the tree? Achim say, they litain alpin mashpe cotton, lasanin esayayin. In order to put it on the mouth or the top of a small wine funnel, which would then strain the the beard parts of the wine out of the wine while it's going into the person's cup. The Gemara continues, Revav, if he takes out grease, Kedilas of Tachas is big enough to put under a small wafer that they used to put onto the side of the oven to bake, and that's the way they stuck it on, almost like a glue. The Kamashura, and what is the size of that type of a wafer that they put on, and therefore we would understand how much of the Revav, how much grease you need, that is Kisela, the wafer, the size of itself. Atanya Kagregus, we learned another Braisa that it's as big as a Gregus, as a dried fig. My answers, this dried fig and the size of a cellar are actually the same measurements. What about soft material like cotton? The last is the amount is to make a small cotton ball. What is the size of that cotton ball? Keg is the size of a nut. Near, what about paper? Could it lift up a lot of cashemuks? Like we said, that you write on it the tax collector's receipt. Tana would learn to the Braisa, Kama Keshemuksan, how large is a tax collector's receipt? Shte Isis Bekisve Yivani. It's two Isis of the Ksav Yivanis, which was larger than our standard script. In fact, remember, very minimal, I see a steerer. How might you know how if you take out blank paper in the Ishbai Kade Lichtov Shte Isis? If you have enough space in order to write two of our Isis, Yechai Vimlav Potter, and here we said you have to have two. Isis Oksav Yavani, my Shte Isis, the Brysa one says Shte Isis, Shte Isis Shal Keshemuksen. It actually means the same two Isis of Keshemuksen, which are the larger ones, as we just said. Rabbah says, however, Shte Isis Didan. It's actually talking about two of our Isis, which are smaller. However, it's not a stira, because in the Brysa, by Neocholic, when it says in the Ishbai Kalechtiv Shte Isis, it doesn't mean exactly two Isis. It means two Isis plus a base achiza, plus a place to hold it, either when you're writing it or when you're holding it to read it. The Hainu Kashemuksen, that's exactly the same share of Kashemuksen, because the Kashemuksen, like Rashi says, it doesn't need a margin to hold it. When you're showing it to 
phone, you hold it in your open palm, you just place it in your palm, and you show it to them, but you don't have to actually hold on to it in any other spot, and therefore, you didn't need any margin around, and therefore, it's exactly the same share. Mace the Gemara will now ask Akasha and Rava, if someone takes out into a piece of paper that was already erased, and therefore, you can't write on it anymore, or a star that was already written on it, but was already paid, has no use otherwise, if in the white space in the margin, in order to write two ices, or an entire paper is that has enough to wrap this jug that had this fragrance in it, then because it has a use. However, if not, then it's potter. So it's practically Over here, it's just like the other bracelet. Even though it says stay ices, it means the two ices of the kasher muxin, which is this larger type of ice. Shapir comes out very good with the bracelet. It means. El Olorava, according to Rava, and the original Brazil says, Shtei Isis Didan, that's referring to two Isis, our Isis, which are smaller, Ubeis Achiza, which also includes a margin, the Hainu Keshe comes out the same exact share as the larger two Isis that's written in the tax collectors received, but Hacha, in the case of the paper that's already erased, or in the case of the Shtap Rua, Beis Achiza you don't need a margin because you could hold it by the part that was already previously written on, and therefore you don't need Beis Achiza when it says Shtei Isis, what does it mean? The Gemara says, indeed, Kasha, it's a Kasha on Rava. We learned that if you take out the tax receipt out of the Shisraven, until you sow it to the actual tax collector, then you're Chayev for carrying it because that serves a purpose that you're carrying it. However, once you show it to the tax collector, really you don't need it anymore, and therefore you're part of you're carrying it because it really has no Chashivas. Rabbi says, however, even when you show it to the tax collector afterwards, you're still Chayev, it's still necessary to keep it. My now, what do they talk about? We would just be machlekes. Rabbi, we have three to read some ikah. Now, we eat in mechsa. Rabbi says the machlekes of Yudan Rabbanan is: Does the person worry about the runners of the tax collector? What the tax collector used to have is someone that ran after. They told them and they said alila that they didn't put pay the tax, and therefore they would take them back to the original tax collector to prove their case. The Tanakhaba says, I don't worry about that because if they do, we'll, we'll throw away our tax. We see, I'll go back and I'll clear it up with the original tax collector. However, Rabbi Yudha says it's easier for them to just show them the receipt and therefore they would get away without having to worry about it. There were sometimes two different tax collectors. There was the main guy, the chief tax collector, and the officer that would work under him. And therefore, the question is, would you save it after you show the first tax collector in order that if the second tax collector at a later time asks him, he'll be able to prove that he paid the tax. The Chum say that you don't worry about that, and therefore you get rid of it, and you rely, Rashi says an interesting thing, you rely on a code word that was given to you by the original tax collector to get away from him. However, Rabbi says you still keep it, and therefore it's Chashim. Rabbi Ashi says in other terms, there's actually only one tax collector. Really, you don't worry about the second tax collector, you're not worrying about someone running after you, because you'll deal with it. However, sometimes you want to keep it as proof that you paid your taxes to show some other tax collector in a different city. See, I'm a person that pays my taxes, and therefore you'll have Rachmanus on me, you'll realize I'm a good, good payer, and I'm a good person, and we'll stop over here.